dollars, the enlightened ones We bring facts, we coming from a unique perspective that's black We talk about everything from sports to the news The hottest new music or the social issues They call us the enlightened ones We think different They call us the enlightened ones We think people They call us the enlightened ones We think different They call us the enlightened ones We think people Yo, welcome back to another week of your one and only true podcast, the Enlightened Ones Podcast. It's your boy Deuce on here, as always. Uh, we got both of our hosts in the building again today. My man Don and Trev, what's good, fellas? What's going on? What's going on, my brother? What's happening? What's happening? What's good with you, Ellis? How you living, man? Good. All right. All right. Glad to be back. Another week of y'all, man. Um, Missed y'all, uh, but we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today, man. There's a lot of a lot of good stuff came up during the week uh, that we can hit on. But as always, let's go ahead and jump into our our mental check in. So uh, I'll go first this week, man. Uh, let's see. So right now, uh, I'm gonna put myself at about a seven point one. Um, I just feel feel pretty good mentally. Uh, definitely been facing some challenges, especially with like work. Um, shortages with everything in my industry uh employee shortages things like that but i I feel like i've been able to tackle and handle stuff a lot better um so i'm I'm gonna go with a 7.1 how y'all feeling uh i say i'm probably at about a uh uh i say i'm at about a 6.9 i'm at a 6.9 um i'm feeling pretty good um you know midweek you know, similar situations just on the job is, you know, I, I feel like that's the real pandemic is, is just employee shortages. If you're in a situation right. where you're responsible for people on a daily, mm-hmm. sometimes they, uh, um, but you know, that's, that's going well. Um, you know, I really don't have too much to complain about. I'm, I'm, I've been feeling grateful all day, really just kind of, you know, some of those days you just kind of lock in on that, or at least I do. Oh, yeah. Um, just to kind of like recenter, and it's you know I'm blessed, man. I I'm blessed, doing good. Yeah, sorry, you feeling, Ellis? Uh, I'm probably about a solid seven this week, man. Everything's good, uh, no issues this week, man. You know, just trying to get through the work week for real. That's about it. Get a work week, it's hump day, baby. We we I'm almost sick. there on the horizon. Um, but nah, man, it's uh it's good, and it was funny speaking about the shortages and stuff. Um, cause yeah, I feel, I mean, it's one of them things that every industry has been getting hit in some way. Uh, but I overheard some people talking the other day and I didn't even think about it. Um, they were talking about during COVID and stuff. Uh, well, they first, they were saying that there's a lot of backups at a lot of veterinarian offices and I'm just sitting there thinking to backups. myself, yeah, yeah, well, like backups, like getting people appointments and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So I'm okay. like. I'm like, dang, what? what's going on? Why they got delays there? So I heard somebody talking about it and it was like, um, yeah, during COVID, you know, everybody's out alone, stuff like that. A lot more people start getting pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. So people start getting more pets. And that, so now there's like a high demand for vets. It's so crazy how I was thinking about it. Was like, it's so crazy how COVID just jacked everything up. It's like, oh, my God. 
it's switching us into a, a new norm that we just have to try to adjust to. But it's it's weird, man. We're, I'm very curious to see how, you know, life plays out over the next couple of years uh, to yeah. see where our society's at. I just feel like this is a new normal. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I sit back and look at some of the stuff in the past. I'm like, man, we really used to do stuff like that. That's why. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, <laughs> well, know. it's just the momentum. Like, it's everything's momentum. And you, through COVID, there was several people who, like, literally benefited from it, you know, and they yeah. won big in a short period of time, whether it was financially, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they benefited from it. And, you know, everything kind of comes in waves and who knows how long this was going to ride out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The next thing comes. But I think that's just kind of where my focus has been is, you know, how to how to capitalize on what's going on currently. You know oh, what I mean? Man. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I've been reading so many books. I'm like, there ain't nothing yeah. but opportunity out here these days, man. It's man. like I'm always big on you got to be perfect, prepared because you have no idea when that perfect opportunity is going to fall in your lap and the last thing you want is to not be prepared for it so be too late yeah you know i don't ever i've been in that situation once and i never want to do it again so next time something presents itself please believe i will be ready to go for it (laughs) he's ready to get it (laughs) absolutely now and just speaking of shortages real quick for everybody listening man everybody's going through it it's hard it's hectic but please, man, y'all got to be patient with people, man. Everybody is going through these. I've caught myself plenty of times ready to snap on people. And I'm like, yo, I'm dealing oh, with yeah. the same stuff. I know what they feel. Man. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, yeah. just I just ask everybody, you know, just, you know, work with people, man. They're doing the best they can, man. You're going to piss them yeah. off and they quit now. It's even <laughs> even shorter list of people working uh, and less service you're going to get. So 100 all right, but let's go ahead and jump to some of these topics, man. So, Don, uh, go ahead and let us know how that week five of the NFL, what was the scores like, man? Uh, another good week, man. Another good week. It jumped off on Thursday with the Rams Seahawks. Uh, that was a good game. We watched that one uh, together at the little sports bar here in Dallas. So, mm-hmm. that was good. Um, Sunday, kicked off super early Jets, Falcons. I honestly didn't watch none of that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't care about none of that game, but the Falcons did pull it up about seven. Worst game uh, to Packers. put on that early, bro. <laughs> it was boring, bro. Packers Bengals. That was a hell of a game. Overtime. Mm-hmm. It was like what four straight field missed field goals or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was nuts, man. It was weird. Um, see any other games? I see your boys finally pulled it out, man. This week, yes, sir. Did they finally, finally pulled it out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I will say something though, man. It's so funny. I was telling the kid this. Every time the Steelers play, either my birthday weekend or whatever, they always come through with the dub for me. Because no, I told you I wasn't gonna watch. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna watch. They're gonna win for me." <laughs> hey, they always come through for me, man. That's my boys right there. Uh, let's see, man. Uh, the Buccaneers demolished the uh, the Dolphins. It was a slaughter. Yeah, yeah, that was ugly. Um. Saints took care of the, the football team, America's team, the only football team. What was the score on that? I ain't even wow. that game. 33-22. Damn. I need to watch, man. I ain't I ain't watching since they first game. And I, I need to see where Winston's looking like. Game? The score is not as – I don't know. I feel like the game was a lot better than what the score depicted. Mm, it It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, Eagles pulled one out against Carolina, one by three, 21-18. That was a dollar um, fight. Yeah, it was. It was. Titans 
took care of business against the Jags. Um, that Patriots Texas game, Texans game, was a lot closer than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, 25-22 Patriots turned out to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shocked as hell. The Raiders beat the Bears. I mean, the loss to the Bears this week at home, twenty to nine. I was shocked as hell on that one. Oh yeah, um, I needed that. Yeah, the Brown. Yeah, it was crazy. I didn't. I wouldn't expect that at all. Uh, Browns Chargers. If they've done anything to revamp the, the the way they was running the offense, now that they've decided to go ahead and go with the young bull. Yeah, that's true. It, it looked bad yeah. for a little while, but hopefully they change some stuff up to fit into like you know how he is as a player. Yeah, so that's you, good. You can't have the offense going over. with Fields the same way it was going with. Uh, Dalton. Yeah, those are different QBs. Yeah, so. two, yeah, two very different quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, well, he got sacked, what, eight times? Jeez. Yeah. Was that many times at first start? Yeah, he was getting yeah, laid off. Uh, I was watching. I was like, they sounding <laughs> off on this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the league, my boy. Yeah. Real. Real. That's funny because it's cool. always, uh, you know, in those interviews where, you uh, like, uh, like all the smoke, they'd be like, what was your welcome to the NFL moment? Nah, yeah. yeah. That's got to be his. Yeah. One, he never going to forget that. <laughs> Get my ass lit up. <laughs> and he did That's say one thing, one. though, man, that I like. He was talking about when they called him uh, to let him know he's going to be starting. And he said his parents was in town and stuff trying to go out to dinner and all this stuff. And he's like, nah. He's like, I ain't doing that now. I know I'm starting. He's like, I'm putting full into it. So yeah, that's a lot of oh, I didn't know that. Sure. That's dope. Yeah, he's gonna be successful. He got he's he just he's got the will for it. Yeah, he's got the will for it. But again, it's just all about how how they're gonna tweak the system. That system. Yeah, that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I man. I think people just get kind of worked up with um, rookie QBs, and there's a lot of pressure on them because I always want you to come out first year and be just elite QB yeah. like. People don't let nobody build no more, especially at a QB position. It's like when Man. you get in the league, you need to eat that first year or you're nothing. Like, yeah, so what have you done for me lately type mentality where they just – even somebody like Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a – like, bro, it's still going to take time. Yeah. You, had, you shot out the gate, but it's going to take time for you to progress into that role, man. It's a quarterback. He already yeah. knows all about that, though, with Alabama, the way they did. Facts. He's Facts. got that – He's got that experience well. Fun at man. <laughs> what else we got, Don? Uh, we got another good game. I don't know if y'all caught it, but the Chargers-Browns game. I didn't watch it, man. I didn't watch the Browns play this Ooh, year, to be honest with boy, you. It was, a, it was a shootout, man. It was a shootout on that game. Quarterback ain't nothing. Well, I will put that on. He hates on Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I think his stats were uh, – he was 23 for 32, 305 and two touchdowns and no – uh. No turnovers. The first time they ever and he's that. hating on him. He's hating. Ain't arguing with that. <laughs> <laughs> but he be having a lot of ill-advised throws, though. I swear, every time I watch it, I'm like, damn, how you? I mean, you way behind, or you throwing it, you overthrowing them. But I, ain't, you know, I ain't gonna argue That's with those. QBI. That's the QBI. That's the QBI coming. <laughs> but out I right will there. say though, man, stats aren't everything. People always go to the stats of it on paper. He like he had a phenomenal game, but watching. Watch it. Yeah, you'd be like, bro, you missed oh, three, four games. Yeah, he six touchdowns. Like, bro, you got – man, he got weapons around him, a lot of weapons, bro. Mm-hmm. No excuse. Right, they all healthy, too, now. Yeah. He's yeah, got too many weapons. Everybody's healthy. And then, you know, uh, 
We'll see what else. My Cowboys took care of business, you know, 44-20, smacked the Giants around. Jeez. They got to yeah, move on man. from uh, Saquon, bro. They got to. I love dude, but they got to move on from him. That man is injured all the time. <laughs> they'll they'll move on, on from me. I mean, no matter how good you are, bro, you yeah. playing running back, bro. They're they going to move on from him. <laughs> they, running back, they are, man, it's just a short – it's a short – Short shelf life, dog. You yeah, just yeah. not there long. I don't care how good you are. It's tough, bro. Oh yeah, running backs got it the oh. hardest. They they don't last long at all, man. Look at Bell, dog. It was it was and crazy. Even with his hurt, physical though, man. nature, like he, his physical stature is there, but then you find out your ankles is weak. You know what I'm saying? Or your Achilles. <laughs> That's his Achilles right there. <laughs> yeah, like this crazy. Hey, you got these big ass legs and your ankles can't support. Come on. <laughs> man got the biggest legs in the league, but little baby ankles. Come on now. Ankles, man. What's that nah. man a speedy recovery? Yep, yep. Yeah. Anybody, uh, sure. anybody else? Uh yeah, we got the Bills Chiefs game. Bills beat them by 18. That was, that was nasty. I don't think the Chiefs are the same, man. I think well their defense. In the window, yeah, I think so in the league, you got a three to four year window, and I, I think they might be on the tail end of it. Yeah, well, it's honestly they got to rebuild. They're kind of like how yeah, we were. Garbage. Our offense was hot. We had a nice balance once Super Bowls. Then defense dropped. We started putting a lot of focus on offense. That's when we had Bell, uh, AB. AB. Our defense mm-hmm. was cat, just cat. But and that's the same thing. That's why I, I believe the Chiefs have the worst defense in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah, they're they're bad. Yeah, so it's like they're bad. De- when they say defense wins game, defense wins games. It don't matter how much your offense is scoring. If your defense can't do nothing, it's game over. <laughs> you know what man. I mean? So that's their issue. I don't think it's completely over, but I think that they really, know, really man. need to start rebuilding that. Because you got my home. Just, I mean, he's a beast. They got so many weapons on offense that. If they I didn't have so much really, pressure on them, man, because defense is butt, so it puts a lot of pressure on the offense. Oh no, them then they go out here and get pick up Josh Gordon. Like y'all, y'all really yeah, need that's they, like, y'all didn't need him. I mean, he's good. Don't get me him. wrong, but that's not where your focus should be at right now. Next thing I'm gonna get Larry Fitzgerald. Hell, sheesh. Uh, to wrap up week five, uh, man, that was a hell of a game last night too. The Ravens and Colts. My boy Lamar showed out. Man, I heard. I tell you what, these primetime so games. Out. I'm at the age where I'm watching the halftime and I'm in the bed. It's over. <laughs> no, I woke up to it, man. I was whipped too. I had that camp this weekend. I was watching it for a little bit and I woke up to it. I was, I, I just knew that they lost, honestly, because you know, just how the game was going. I was like, Word, but now nah, mm-hmm. he woo, he really put on bad boy. And, you know. Shout out to the black QBs because I be on that shit heavy. But, you know, majority of his stats were passing. And that's what I like. I love whenever they win with ah, their yeah. like, Now you don't mm-hmm. – what can you say? There's nothing you can say about his IQ or this or that. He won with his arm. So the next mm-hmm. time he runs, it's just I happen to be athletic enough to do this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not, not, He's been I'm trying to tell everybody that. That's why I like that he ain't like that. Even though I needed the Ravens to lose because every every other AFC North team lost but us, I wanted everybody to lose. So I wasn't going for him. I ain't going to sit here and lie to y'all. But I do like <laughs> that he came out there and ate as a actual QB 
to shut up people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Everybody's he's not a real QB. He's not this and that. It say what you got to say about the man, but he just shitted on them passing, bro. Balls, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 37, 37 to 43 without an interception. He threw 43 balls without an INT. INT and only ran for like well, like 60-something yards rushing. Yeah, come on. That's a light day for him. When he that's a running. light day. That's a light <laughs> yeah, day. That's a, big, that's a big being day. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yards in a full game? Hey, Man, Lamar, Lamar accidentally got them 62. He's like, oh, shit. Hey, hold on, Smith. Did you say a big Ben type day? Hey. And 60 yards in a full game. What? That's Ben's best day right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah ben looks right. so funny running, dog. That should be hilarious. <laughs> uh, anytime, he t- anytime I'm watching the Steelers game and he takes off. Actually, you instantly rolling, bro. It's like, wow, instantly. look at this. Look at this big guy run. Because <laughs> he's moving. ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh, shit. But that's it, fellas. That is it, man. No, I appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. So, staying on football, and y'all know we had to bring this one up. My man, Bruden, Mm-mm. is gone, baby. Mm. Gone, baby, gone. Mm. Can't say I'm not mad either. Uh, you know, I mm. do not. I've never cared for Gruden. I, I, I don't like dude. So when he came back, I'm like, man, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I hope he has no success coming back. And he didn't. This is it's funny because this is his first year even really being decent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <And> <laughs> as soon as you get decent, you gone. That's why I love it, oh. too, man. I'm, I love that it, that happened to him. But now, nah, man, so. And it's funny, everything, we'll jump into this later when we hit on Chappelle's uh, new joint, but it's funny how this played out exactly like how Chappelle was talking about um, with his his joint. So we'll hit on that later. But just to bring up for people who are unaware of kind of what happened, um, he had some controversial emails, it's like between 2010 and 2018, uh, contained some racist, sexist, homophobic, and... Uh, transphobic language uh let's see what's some of the stuff he brought up nfl pa executive director damar smith called them boris smith and mentioned he had lips the size of michelin tires (laughs) it's not funny but damn funny you know what i'm saying that's kind (laughs) of fucked up too you know (laughs) to me personally i I take it as racist or just clowning it can be racist personally i'm like it, and the thing is, I don't know him. I don't know the context of how he said it. I'm assuming it probably had a little racism behind it. But nah, that's racist, bro. You know, that's clowning. It was well, something like that. Was it? Is it only okay black people clown in that situation? Well, well my like whole thing uh, is, like you say, you, you, you say, gotta yeah. factor. You gotta factor in context, but man, it, it's it's honestly and truthfully, it's the times that we're in. Period. Yeah, like it's, exactly. it's I, know, when I think about coaches, just coaches, not black, white. Coaches are always comfort. They're they're always like controversial. Mm-hmm. Like within how they. Mm-hmm. When I think about Jack, like different coaches I've had, they've said shit that if caught by the wrong ears, it would be oh, bad for them. Yeah, hey, that's real. <laughs> I mean, that is so on real all right levels. You know what I'm saying? Does he need to be reprimanded for this? Absolutely. Just, you know, based on the context and how, you know, things were came Society about. And I'm just, a person that, you know, I don't want to like call it karma or nothing like that. But 
it's bigger than what for for John Gruden. It's bigger than this, you know, his personality, his aura, who he is as a person. There's something here that he needs to he needs to hone in on, work on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To to learn from whatever it is that he's dealing with. So that's kind of how I looked at it. And then I seen like uh uh what's the guy? It was a couple of commentators that were talking about um you know when they used to play with him when he he coached them and how he how he used to act when they won the championship he took the uh he took the uh trophy from the gm like on the stage just like little, little stuff that he's probably been doing it's been like dickhead type stuff you know what i'm saying like and this was just one of those moments where it was like it's it's time for you to learn from this bro you gotta you gotta humble yourself a little bit oh yeah he's definitely gotta learn and it's funny, like I, cause I, like I mentioned, it ties right into what Chappelle was saying, and we'll get into all the heat of that later. But when he brought up, when it came out that he, you know, made the Michelin tire comment, you know, you can take it as racist or however you want to take it, depending on the person. I ain't gonna tell nobody how they should feel, but it didn't become a issue to where he was resigned until it became homophobic slurs. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. transphobic mm-hmm. slurs, and it's literally yep. what Chappelle hit on, bro. That's why I was like, "What are the odds of these two things coming out at the same time?" Because when he was making fun of black people's lips, it was all good. It ah. wasn't no big deal. It's when they it was like, deeper. I mean. it was like ah. the gay stuff start coming up, and then it's like, "Oh yeah, we got to go and get rid of you." Yeah, it's like, hey, pump your brakes now. You don't went too far, brother. She's the quickest way to get canceled. Yeah, we'll see. What else did he say? He called Roger Goodell a faggot and a clueless anti-football pussy, which that shit is funny to me. That I mean, he went in. I keep when thinking, I that, I died laughing. Yeah, I died laughing too. And I'm like, I want to have Goodell red. Like, damn, bro, been smiling in my face. And, and yeah, so so these emails. So correct me if I'm wrong, but like the emails that they found was like off of like investigating something else, right? And then, like, yeah. they caught these emails, like, on the back end. So, like, majority mm-hmm. of what this guy saying is not he, – he's not standing alone. Like, there's people who's agreeing with this. There's oh, people yeah. who's, like, accepting everything he's saying. And everybody on the staff is not oh, white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's black. It's every, it's every ethnicity on these staffs. So, it's like – it's a catch-2020 for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's yeah. like, dang, you know, I'm glad that we've, we've set these parameters – but are they set and did all of this happen because of the publicity? You know what I'm saying? Or did oh, yeah. it happen if nobody knew yeah. about it, but Roger Goodell or, or, you know what I'm saying? Whoever knew about it, would it have happened then? Or would it have just been silenced right. and yeah. delete that? You know what I mean? Like I kind of yeah. think about all of that. That's why they call him from the uh, release. <laughs> all the emails is, Oh, you guarantee Washington, Washington football saying, team. Like, people are going, there's more involved in this. Over, over 4,000 or something like that emails, yeah. and he's the only one? Like, come, come on, on. Bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like come on, they always bro. say, if somebody's comfortable saying something like that to you, you're inviting it for some reason. Mm-hmm. There's something that Absolutely. you're doing that's inviting it. Because if somebody's come to me talking about Don, that means they feel comfortable enough to to roast him to me. <laughs> that means maybe I'm partaking, you know. Yeah, like you sanctioning. Right. Yeah. That. Like, you know he felt comfortable sending those emails to the people yeah. he was sending them to for so a you reason. You co-signing it. Yeah, because if I don't, yep. if you know clearly, I don't feel like, if you know, like, all right, Deuce is homophobic like crazy, you know, I ain't gonna say nothing, you know, to him about it because I know how mm-hmm. he is, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, so he didn't get that feeling when he was sending them invites to everybody else because, you know, they're on the right, same ride as him. So I'm sure it's going to be a lot more exposed. Um, oh, yeah. That, they were talking now, about like, a lot it, And what's it hurt when you got, so what did it say, uh, his son is on the staff at the Raiders, then you got Jay Gruden or whatever that's uh, with uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, it's Fox News I was reading, but they were saying how, you know, both of them were, you know, back. And he's like, he's going back, bounce back in a major way. Hey, you know, like, right. all doing, of these different bro. things, yeah, that they were saying about him. So it's, you know, just like anything, man, you got people who are still foreign, people who are against him. And probably, really, honestly, the people who are against him were already against him before he even did this anyway. Not unless you're just oh, talking yeah. about like people like us who just read the headlines, but even dudes, you just said like, I never liked this dude. So, you know what I'm saying? Most people already had their predisposition before somebody even does something, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's yep. just wow. How, how all that stuff set up and he's still guaranteed his money. So it's not like yeah, he's, he's out getting of his- that check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's on vacation now. Like, great. Yeah. I'm, what, I'm good. Four? Yeah. Hey, yep. You're four for him. He still got Think 60 so. million coming, dog. Yeah, so he's 60 coming. Because he's he's he, he signed a, a, a 10 year, 10 million, 100 million. Like, yeah. What? 100 million. Mm. I believe it was 100 million guaranteed, too, at that. Yeah, what's 100 million? Yeah, 10 year, 100 million guarantee. Yeah. Wow. This man said, just cancel me if you want to. Yeah. So it's going to make it hard for them to, you know, get a new decent QB on the rail because they ain't going to be able to pay like that. I know. I Money's know. all tied up, but. I think they're they going to probably hire within from within, though. I don't think they're going to grab nobody from the outside. They're going to have to do it within. Yeah, they're going to have to. Some funny from already in the organization. But no, man, I was just – it. I don't know. That was – I was happy to say I was watching the game, and when they said it on the game, I was like, whoa. Then it popped up. It like, came out of nowhere, bro. And yeah, I was like, whoa. No way. I don't know, man. He, he was – let me see. What else? He was – Talking about them, uh, talking about Roger Goodell pressuring the Rams to draft queers on his team, referring to Michael Sam. Wow. Yeah, and then he, uh, they had some exchanges of photos with the Redskins cheerleaders and bikini bottoms and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what all comes out of this. Because it's nuts. Yeah, I think they should dig, dig deeper because, like I said, firing a coach of that stature in the class that he's in, he's really not suffering. You know what I'm saying? So nah, if you're going to do it, then you need to do it to the extent of something that's going to really make him like, ow, that, this this actually hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe is, he, yeah, is it a Hall of Fame thing? I mean, is he somebody right. who's I mean, up? you can already you can already see it. The uh, the Buccaneers already took him off the their ring of honor. Yeah, he'll never yeah, they, be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, never. they've already took him. Yeah, out so, of it, so they just need to make sure that they is if they follow up on all that. That's what I respect more than ah yeah, quote unquote firing somebody who's already contractually yeah. set up to get mm-hmm. their money and all of that. Yeah, as long as sure. y'all make sure he don't. Yeah, yeah, we good then. But see, he didn't I even get fired. Done, honestly, he wasn't fired. He resigned. Now. He resigned before they could even do their investigation of firing. Wow. Oh, he knew see, it was coming. That. That's the thing. He knew yeah. it was coming. He knew it was coming. He, that man had everything ready to go immediately. They probably hit him like, bro, hey, this is ugly. Yeah, yeah. You better get on a battery. <laughs> you might as well go and pack up. For we pack it up for you. 
Oh, yeah. Those man, his son probably ugly. came and talked to him real quick. <laughs> hey, Dad, it's over. Oh, yeah. Ah, but, man, enough of that. But how would you feel about that? Hold on. Before we move on, but how do you feel about in a situation like uh, your, your dad is involved in all this and you still on the staff? Not I mean, it's a business. You, like, for him, it's kind of a – I mean, for him to still be there, shit. It's, for one, it's a business. For two, it's like I – Thankfully, this happened to my dad, so I know what yeah. dumb shit not to do. You know what I'm saying? But like, see, if he's a good dad, he's going to tell him, hey, distance yourself from me, man. You still got a whole career ahead of you. Yeah. Distance yourself, you know, because if I was in that situation with my son, I'm telling my son, bro, holler at me on the slide, bro. <laughs> Publicly yeah, come out, man, hey. you know, denounce me, whatever you got to do to make sure your image is still clean. Yeah, Period. man. And if you a real dad, you're gonna do that because my career's done. I'm getting millions, bro. I'm Gucci. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not yeah, gonna ruin my career. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Oh no. But now, nah, man, just to switch gears, we're gonna jump from the NFL to the NBA. Um, and Let's this, go. This one I really ah, Travis hype. But this one I really did want to get y'all's opinion on because um, they were interviewing LeBron. Um, you know, just. Of course, LeBron's that icon, so they always gonna go to him with questions. Go James. In regards to like any of the top topics, on this case, COVID vaccine stuff like that, and he did, of course, get vaccinated with his family stuff like that. Uh, but when they asked him, you know, how's he feel about like, you know, making it mandatory and everybody else, you know, getting that, he kind of just nah. You know, what I'm saying that ain't that ain't my place to say, you know, what people should do, blah, blah, blah. So somebody brought out, honestly, I can't remember who, some reporter kind of brought it up um, that he's cherry picking when you can be more than an athlete. Because, you know, they're always preaching we're more than athletes, we're more than athletes. But then when they ask him about this, it's, hey, it's, it's not in my lane. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, Enos, Enos Cantor, Enos Cantor, they they uh they were interviewing him and he was highly upset about LeBron and how he approached the situation because he felt like like you said he he just you know he kind of bypassed the question a little bit. But I mean, I, you know, I, I think on the leader <laughs> from a leadership standpoint, shit, though. You got two things. You got a voice, but then you also have your life, which is an open book for people to follow. So if mm-hmm. I if I'm a leader and I got vaccinated and I tell y'all I got vaccinated because you know I wanted I want you know I did the best thing for, the best that I felt my team, was right my family. for myself and my family. Then bottom line, that's what I expect for you to go do if I'm the leader. I don't really need to say anything else about it, but that, and you follow suit with what I, what I did, you know what I'm saying? In action. So I think he kind of like, he did balance it out by saying, well, I'm not going to tell nobody else what to do. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I'm not going to be a dictator here. However, this is what I did, but I can't tell nobody else what to do. And I don't think he should have to though. I mean, you I don't think so. With a non-situation like this, this is a little bit goes, different yeah. because it's it's health medical. Body. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot he goes man, out here for and anybody. Everybody, everybody, go get the vaccine. What that gonna be at his head? Yeah, but you know, I get it from their point of okay, bro. You can't just pick and choose when you want to have something to say. But 
in reality, you can, man. Even on that stage, like, dog, I'm not an expert with everything. You know, I'm going to have you a page and be more passionate on certain topics than I am the other. Like, with this case, it took him a little while to even get vaccinated himself. So right. it took me a while to feel comfortable. Why am I going to tell somebody else, you need exactly. to go get this done? You're an idiot if you don't get this done. At the end of the day, whatever you feel comfortable, like you said, what's best for you and your family, man? You know, and then you, the the day, when, you when you got a voice that that's just that strong, you also have to factor in what if I say something and it yeah. comes back, it backfires on me. Then it's like, dang, the blood's on my hands for somebody and said, now nah, I feel, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine how LeBron would feel. I'm sure he's done it before. He said something and it sent somebody in a direction that ah, he yes. thought was going to be good. It wasn't good. It's like, ah, dang, you know what I'm saying? But think about it in this situation, though, because if he would have said, yeah, I feel like everybody needs to get vaccinated in the league, people are going to be pissed. It would have been at his You neck. can't tell us what to do, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yep. Been at his then neck, it, bro. He says, you know what? You know, y'all don't need to get vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? People going to be – you're trying to, you know, push people yep. away from taking care and saving lives. It's just like – it ain't no win-win situation. It's not no win-win, especially with this, because it's still it's still business, and there's still other things involved. So which which one did you get? You know what I'm saying? So because if you got mm-hmm. Pfizer, or you got you know Johnson Johnson, whichever one you got, then other people going to want to get that one. So now mm-hmm. the profit mark. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other things. He, he has to remain neutral in a situation like this, or you're gonna. It, it would have been. It just would have been bad. Would have mm-hmm. been bad. I don't think he did nothing wrong, man. Nah, nah. I don't nah. think he did that wrong. Nah. And I don't think he, because they're trying to say he's being hypocritical. Uh, but I just, I don't see it. Um, because just because you're a, a public figure like that, unless you're like a politician, because a politician, yeah, you need to be able to answer everything that's brought up. It's your job. Right. He's a sports player, but he also has opinions and is passionate about mm-hmm. certain areas. I'm sure Facts. COVID vaccines ain't nobody's passion, but there's <laughs> some shit like that. So it's like a know. double standard. It's a double standard for him, man. Because it's well, I, I can't even say just Braun in general. Because if he would have said any other time, any other time, David, like, man, just shut up and dribble. Exactly. Now you want now you want me to talk. You want me to put on a suit and tie, get on the podium and say what I gotta say. But any other time, just shut up. And but that's like, how um, some of those you know reporters and stuff they do it on purpose. Um, oh yeah, it's all about the clickbait. Because they want to, they want to get you to say the wrong thing, or they want you to get in a situation where he's in now, where he's not really, you know, making a decision. So they're saying, oh well, why would we value any of your other opinions? You can't talk about right. something important like this. They just playing little games with him. Uh, I'm glad. He so in the same breath, then in the same breath, what about the Kyrie situation? Did he? I think he's an old idiot. And I, I love Kyrie, man. <laughs> I love Kyrie to death. So, but but if you idiot, do that, bro. then you have to go back on everything you just said about LeBron. You're right. But my thing is, he, he's not – Kyrie's not taking it because he don't know about it. He's taking it to give everybody else a voice that that's mandated to take it because of what they, their jobs or whatever. Like, I think it's different. Like, okay, so what if LeBron decided to be that spokesman? He would be giving people a voice who, who are pro-vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, so, hey, what, me? so what's the, what's the <laughs> real difference? It, it's tough one, though, because one is a it's tough, tough one. Man, Kyrie's bro. is different just because he plays a lot of fuck-fuck games in general <laughs> with the league. Yeah. It, it's just yeah. this one thing. Yeah. It's, it's always something with him. got a him. track record. Um, that's what makes it bad for him. 
Yeah. And what Stephen A. Stephen A. said that, you know, he's extremely selfish and this and that. Personally, I'm not going to say the man's selfish because I'm very big on so it's your choice to do what you want to do. Um, but, you know, if I'm that organization and I'll be honest, if I'm that organization, you don't want to get it. You can't play. I need to move on from you. You know, yeah, I mean, you got to make a business decision. It's a business you have decision. to. It's nothing personal. You made your personal decision. I'm going to make my business decision of, OK, that's not going to work for us. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, I think they I think they handle it. I think the Nets are doing right, man, though, because. They not because if he they trade him, he already said he's gonna retire. Like mm-hmm. you trade me, I'm done. I'm not playing no more. And I mean, I can understand that too. But I think that's selfish. But I think they handle it good because I mean, I think they said. Yeah, I think they are too. I and I mean, you never know what's going anywhere. on behind the the scenes. Yeah, like, like they do need to create some type. Of, I mean, sure. What if you run across people who have like religious, you know, like stipulations on what they can do? Like they do need to create some type of guideline, you know, whether he has to get tested, you know, three times a day, like they need to do something just to make sure that those parameters are set in place. Kyrie's, you know, I don't know his religious beliefs or anything like that because it does seem like he's just doing it more for, to give them, you know, other individuals a voice. But, you know, they do need to set some type of policy and procedure in place, not even just for the vaccine, but just in, you know, in times where people are are saying no to doing certain things, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and like you see, with a lot of businesses do that too. Though is it's it's either get vaccinated or you gotta you know submit to a weekly testing. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably what the Nets are doing. If I'm the GM, I'm gonna be on both sides of it. Like, all right, we need to make a move. NBA, what y'all gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Can is there something that y'all got set up here? What what's going on? This is a business for us. We want Kyrie to play, but y'all set these parameters up so he can't play because you know what I'm saying. So what? So it's like a twofold. It's like the Nets, and then you got the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like what what we got? What we going on here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. It's funny that we talking about this. I legit just got a notification saying the Nets were no longer gonna be uh will be giving Kyrie Irving a contract extension. Damn. Oh, we. But see, I wouldn't either, man. Because it's, nah, like I said, it's, it's too risky. History. You're history. Yeah, the headache. Fuck game, He's been a dog. headache since yeah. you got there, dog. You cause He's us more harm than good, and you are, you know, an exceptional player. But there's other exceptional players that we can get that don't have all this drama and baggage around them. Like, yeah, it's, it's too uh, risky. I think his his passion isn't in in playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's in other yet. things. And he just needs it. He needs to to gear it in that direction. I think his initiatives and things he got set up and lined out is things that are noble and people will back. But he just needs to gear it towards that direction and not involve the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In that, and then and then I think things will take off for him for real. Yeah, you know what I don't get with the NBA thing is why are they doing it to where if you're home, you have to be vaccinated to play at your home games. But you can play away. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed the NBA that. though. That's a uh, that's a city mandate. So that's oh, like okay. LA, that's LA, Golden State, okay. and uh, New York. They're the only three cities that are mandating it. It's a city mandate. So the NBA is like, there's no we can do about it. I got it. Like, and Kyrie says, "Nah, I'm not. I'm either yeah. gonna be a full time like, employee or not." Like he just doing everything. Like he be he, he's he's OD. He's like super bold with it. Like yeah. where ain't no okay, in between. Bro. But see, now going back to that is where I think that he is being selfish on is like like y'all just said, his heart is not in the game. 
So you're mm. being selfish by not letting this team and your teammates get another player that is fully committed to them. You just causing unnecessary drama, tension. Hey, you can, yeah, yeah, holding the spot. You holding can tell the spot. It's, it's, yeah, I mean that's real. Head a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. Think, you know they're gonna hold it up. You know, KD's gonna say what he's got to say to the press because nobody wants to, you know, reveal any drama in the locker room because that'll right. ruin it quick. Oh. So I'm sure they, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have their feelings, uh, but they're not gonna say it publicly, and you know, they're gonna let it play out. That's a hell of a position to be in, to be down Kyrie, but still have KD and still have James Harden in your back pocket. That's a hell of a problem to have. That's a good problem to have. That's a hell of a problem to have. I seen the uh, James Harden interview today, and one of the uh, reporters had to ask him if he had talked to Kyrie. He's like, I ain't talked to him. (laughs) So I can't tell. Niggas, they just over it, bro. They just want to hoop. Yeah, nobody yeah, wants to keep to get talking to it, about bro. it. Like, to me personally, there's nothing worse you can ask me than ask me about another man and what he's doing. Yeah, like, I don't go. If don't you ain't know, getting in man. contact with him, don't ask me. Bro, go yeah. ask him. If you can't get to him, then that's your answer. That's I got it. the same answer you got, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Anybody, am I Kyrie? No, I don't know what Kyrie's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be asked about a, especially another man over and over, that would get super old with me, bro. I'd end up I'd be marching Bruh. up Lynch on your ass quick. <laughs> yeah, I'd be done spazzing there. Like, look, man, I don't <laughs> don't ask me about another man. I'd be done went off on somebody in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So we're gonna we're gonna switch check it up. We're gonna switch to a, another so-called villain right now. Uh Dave Chappelle. Um, so he came out with his new joint on Netflix. Um fire. I mean fire to me and i know people yeah, it's heat though i, I have messed with it i ain't finished i ain't finished watching it man man some people hating you know you know when they say that but i don't really see it too much but to me the dude is just i mean he's just an artist dog like the way he's evolved the way he tells stories and one of the things and kind of like i said with that gruden thing his whole special was on we, you know, if it's something about black people or minorities or anything like that, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's acceptable. Mm-hmm. They'll let Chappelle get on there, roast black people, Mexicans, Asians all day long. Yep. But as soon as you come for the LGBTQ plus community, you it's are over. done. <laughs> and that was, that was literally what the whole special was about. And people, <laughs> it still went over everybody's head. And then that's why I said it was perfect. That this whole Gruden thing came out because that's exactly how it played out. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he wasn't gonna have to resign over telling this dude he got right. the entire lips. He knew it was no problem. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I was black. I ain't they ain't worried about that shit. And it's in the thing about that too. It's a a league of predominantly black athletes, and it was he was comfortable enough to say something like that and know that there's not gonna be any repercussion. But once you got into that gay stuff, oh now nah, he's got the gout. Woo! He's got controversy on the way. Yeah, but with Chappelle, mm-hmm. you know they always come in for him, and you know in this special he's talking about um, this transgender woman, you know that he ended up becoming friends with, uh, stuff like that. And it was it was pretty you know amazing story. And her sister, um, I don't want to give away too much in case somebody watched it, but his sister, her sister came out, you know, supporting Chappelle. I'm saying if the family of that girl is supporting him, that right, should tell you a right. lot. You know, what come I'm saying? on, now. if anybody should be offended, well, it would be them. Yeah, 
If they're mm-hmm. not offended, why would I be offended? But, you know, one thing I'm trying to work on is, you know, you can't tell nobody how to feel. So if somebody's upset by it, somebody's upset by it. But it is comedy. Um, and who was it? Damon Wayans. They interviewed him about it. And I think he said it the best. He said Dave Chappelle uh, just free. It was like he freed the slaves. So he freed the comedians <laughs> because comedians are so scared now to say anything about the LGBTQ community. Oh, my God. I mean, they're under a microscope, bro. It's yeah. ridiculous. Which is it's just, nuts to me because comedy is all about roasting. And if bro, that's if, it. It's different if he's only coming out roasting them. Chappelle roasts everybody. Everybody. Everybody can get it. And that's how it should be in comedy. Everybody should get the smoke. I don't care what you are. Everybody is available to get the smoke as long as it's not, you know, being disrespectful, leading to violence or nothing like that. And that's the thing about comedy. All good jokes. It's not one good joke that doesn't contain just a slight bit of truth and he knows how to really like like do that well like he really knows how to do that well and that's why i mean you open yourself up for controversy because people don't they only attach on or latch on to the truth of the matter and not that like this was backed by comedy you know what i'm saying as well yeah and to me it's just his comedy especially on the lgbtq stuff to me, it makes us closer because yeah. we're laughing together about the topic. Like he yeah. says something that always confuses me. You know what I'm saying? And please nobody hate me for it. But every time I hear the they is the pronoun and they're saying that's for like non-binary, but it's they. So I'm thinking plural. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, and yeah. it's something that I'm yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. And a good comedian's going to take what everybody's thinking and put it in that skit. <laughs> yes. so he, he brought it up and he's something along the lines is that they one person or that they multiple people. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's funny. We can laugh at it because, you know, some of this shit is confusing. It's all new to people. So it's confusing, you know, and then people got so many pre- pressure. Oh, I don't want to use the wrong pronoun with this person. You know, I don't want to offend him and use this. It so reminds like, me of Paul Mooney, dog. Like some oh, of the yeah. stuff he's doing. Like oh, Paul Mooney yeah. make black and white people laugh, but he really like, you'd be like, damn, that was true. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> I remember he had this one segment or whatever, and he was talking about like two, like a white dude and a black dude. The white dude had like murdered somebody in the neighborhood. And I was like, oh my gosh. He must have some type of mental disorder, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. today he was somebody else. And da, 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 da. Like, we're going to give him some, uh, you know, six months probation and this, this and that. Then the black dude did it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he, oh, you got a mental disorder. So who your name is James. So who are you? Hey, my name's Eric. Well, Eric's got 15, 25 years of life. Dude. <laughs> but like, he's like, everybody wants to be a nigga until, until somebody wants to be a nigga. Yeah. And everybody was in the crowd was weak, but it's like. Damn, that was that real. Shit's true though. Same time, yeah. Like I feel like they be doing that, bro. But that's to I me. That's how you people, connect. Man. That's how you connect. Because every everybody see it. Like let's not act like it doesn't exist. And yeah. I think that's what comedy does. Yep. It's here. Yep. Let's speak about what we know exists and stop like running from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit, they would hate Bernie Mac. Oh yeah. You know but like saying? people like the I respect they, they the reason why I respect them dudes like that is because like it's like they like you know we come up and and just in general society like bro if you look at somebody wrong and you black 
Like you, you don't know if it's gonna be a fight. They're gonna try to shoot you. Yeah. Like because we, I was like, I was watching. I don't know if y'all seen that new Breakfast Club interview that came out with that guy, um, named Jason Wilson or whatever. But he uh, like, yeah, I was watching that, was, that was a super. I, I just watched it this morning. It was so fire. But he was talking about how like we don't even like have enough capacity in our brains to like talk about things and like ration with things because mm-hmm. we're like so stressed out like that's like that slave mentality like we're just so mm-hmm. like beaten that we just like respond to violence and like negativity and i respect them dudes because you can tell like Chappelle's like his whole like evolution to where he is now like he's at able to like be able to provide those different perspectives not that he didn't do it before because i feel like he's always been kind of like a little bit ahead of the game but like that's that's why where i aspire to get to you know what i'm saying to have enough in my Mm -hmm. mental capacity to be able to like respond to any old thing like that and and have that different type of like perspective on stuff oh yeah but i think just like anything we have to address stuff you know what i'm saying People are so like timid to ask stuff. Like I had somebody today and this is why I respect and I'm glad that people feel comfortable enough to talk to me about things. And I'm not going to say their name, but they reached out to me on uh, IG earlier, you know, about a top. And it was a, it was a white man. And, you know, he wanted to see if he was wrong on his way of thinking. And that's how it should be. You should feel that's comfortable right. enough exactly. to come to me. Whether I think what you just said was some crazy shit or not. I can give you my honest opinion and tell you exactly why I thought it was crazy. Exactly. Shit. So maybe you get a better understanding going forward. And I do it all the time myself. Like I have, um, I have trans friends. I've reached out to gay friends. I've reached out to to ask them, "Hey, do you see this as offensive?" Or yeah, is this out of bounds? Yeah, bounds. What's up? I had to hit somebody up about the whole they pronoun thing. Is I'm like, this shit got my head hurting right now. Yeah. But you know, what I'm saying I'm glad I have people that. You know, they're comfortable enough to say, okay, he's come to me because he wants to get educated on, you know, and it's all about getting educated. And we can't educate people if you're going to shoot them down as soon as they start talking about something. Like, if they don't correct them, they're not going to want to. No, now I'll never want to understand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's all definitions. I think I said that in one of our earlier, uh, uh, earlier shows. It's that um, one session I went to for therapy and the guy said that, you know, we don't, don't, you know, nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give it. So I think like the most respectful thing we can all do as individuals, if if I'm talking to somebody that's, if I'm thinking about something that's, you know, gay or homophobic, whatever you want to have, you know, what have you, let me go and talk to somebody who's gay so I can make sure that I'm not like defining this something that, I, you know, in a way that I shouldn't be defining right, it in. Right, right all about you know how you identify with something and i think once you figure out how to identify with it it helps you out emotionally so you're not mm-hmm. looking at we don't look dave Chappelle the way we look at him because we already understand his process of identity how it don't register yep. to us emotionally so then we understand but if you're not from our culture it's pretty much you know it's it's already a thing we already know you're going to respond to it opposite but how about ask a question you know what I'm saying? Versus like, oh, he's this way because you just gave it a meaning that is you don't even know. That's your that's your interpretation of it. Exactly. You're Let me find out what Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle's interpretation of it was so I know how to interpret it. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's why culture 
cancel culture is just dangerous, bro. Oh my god! Because you'll never be able to educate people if you get canceled as soon as they say something that you don't agree with. Like sometimes so people true. are chilling. Well, we hit it on the previous episode. Sometimes people are just stupid and don't know, and they might need the education. I understand you get you know worked up, especially if it's something personal. But it's like you gotta be able to work with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Then if they keep screwing up, it's like all right, bro. Now you doing it intentionally. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I respect Netflix, man, because they they, oh, they, yeah, they, stood behind, they stood beyond them. So oh, I, yeah. I respect the hill because they they probably yeah. get it too. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. It's probably more than just oh he's on a bringing us so much money he's just doing some shit yeah hey you know and that's just my assumption that they're probably like no people need to hear this you know what i'm saying exactly like well for him to bow out like he did and then come back and rock with them it says a lot about that organization netflix in general you know what i'm saying some guys you know like if dave Chappelle's rocking with you he's gonna put you through he's you interview him now he interviewed you that day he figured out okay they check off all the boxes Let's, oh, yeah. let's let's do this. Let's yeah, he, don't you. Yeah, he don't need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could throw something on YouTube right now. Yeah, he, post you know his own video. He's not on the platform, then it probably says something about the platform, honestly, because yep. he he could he could go in the direction he went. He wanted to yep. go in, but he chose to go in that one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Nah, it was a it was a good shit. If y'all haven't watched it, I uh, highly recommend everybody watch it. And all honestly, it's funny. It's educational, but it's what we all needed, you know. Everybody's all uncomfortable to speak up and say some shit, man. Say you don't understand it, say it, man. We'll learn through that way, man. You gotta speak up. Uh, but now we're gonna jump into our last topic, man. This is a good one. So there was a wedding, and I honestly don't remember where this wedding was. Uh, but there's an issue because. A couple, you know, hired a photographer for the wedding. Now I'll get into a little bit of details here in a second. Um, and my man wanted to get a plate. You know what I'm saying? He's at the <laughs> wedding. Uh, he wanted to get a plate. They He's said, trying to get a meal in. You know what I'm saying? He's, you know, think about weddings too, man. They're there in the morning all the way through. Long, the bro. They're putting it. I need to feed them. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, feed them. Um, you know, I guess some people, you know, if you paid high dollar amount for this person, hey, bro, I've already well overpaid. You better bring you a Lunchable or some shit. <laughs> you better dog. go get that double. <laughs> yeah, this play was $200 a person, bro. I've already paid you well over. So, you know, I, so I, I can kind of get both sides of the spectrum. Uh, so what happened was he went out there, took photos. When it was time to eat, they said, nah, bro, back on up. Same for you. You didn't put nothing in on this. He said, I bet. Deleted all the photos that he had took of their (laughs) wedding. (laughs) Now, first of all, before I get into the details, is he petty for that? Mm, Yeah. Nah. (laughs) Nah. I I mean, that's their whole memories gone. It hurts, man. It hurts. I'm... I, man, I, that would hurt me, man. Yeah, that I don't. All right, so I'm gonna go into details, and y'all can tell me if it's petty. So one, the dude is not an actual photographer, like a wedding photographer. I believe he's a he's a dog groomer. Um, he takes pictures of dogs and stuff for Facebook. Yeah, dog groomer by trade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
you know, they needed, you know, it's his friends. They needed some help last one. And that's the thing. They're his friends. Come on now. Oh, and they were friends too? Yeah. So oh. they got married. You know what I'm saying? Well, they were doing their wedding and all this stuff. You know, they need a photographer. They knew he took photos. Hey, can you do us a favor and take these photos? Paid the man $250 for a full day of shooting. Mm. Mm. And you couldn't give this man a damn plate? That's wrong, man. He did it. One, he's not even a photographer. He did it on a deal. 250 ain't shit for a wedding photographer. What? Come on, man. Ain't shit. And y'all didn't feed this guy? Mm. <laughs> I guess mm. just based off of my experience when we got married, that that never crossed my mind. Like, go get you something to eat. <laughs> like, ah, you know, yeah, I didn't even think like, like go go get you something to eat. Like, well, me and like, the what? kid at our wedding, we were sitting there, you know, figuring out, you know, how much we got to tell the caterers to bring. I mean, we counted for DJ, photographer, yeah, that's what I'm saying, all that stuff. Like, why would you not? Uh, and we still had food left over. A lot. You know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> a lot. But you know, if they paying two fifty for a uh, you know photographer, I don't know what their budget was like, what they was working with right there. So that might have been a factor too. It was like, nah, we ordered exactly a hundred plates, bro. One, one plate, bro. One. You want a one, dog? <laughs> one, <laughs> one plate. So. It made the cut. So Perry, all one hundred showed up. Perry, if you're listening, he shot my my wedding photos. I'm gonna Shout out to Perry, man. I'm going to send you an invoice for my meal because I didn't know that for you, man. So I'm going to need that money back. <laughs> so if we're doing that Shaquilla, that invoice is on his way. I need no, that back. Oh, man. But now I think now after we got all the details, was he petty for deleting all the photos? No. The deletion uh, of the no. photos, yeah. I mean, I think that's I'm a little excessive. No. I mean, damn, you've already done taken the damage has been done. You've took <laughs> the photos, your friends. I mean, obviously, you had to be the bigger person to not delete them. But in this instance, <laughs> considering you know the you know significance of the event, I mean, damn, you could at least keep the photos on there, you know, right. and, and hash everything out later. You know, maybe I, I ain't gonna release these photos until y'all give me another two fists. See, that that was my first thought. I was like, so, okay, all right, I'm gonna well, sit on them. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna sit on them until y'all think about what y'all did that was wrong. Kick me some more bread, write me a letter. But that's gotta be some type of reconciliation <laughs> before you get these. That's for one. But oh, yeah. I'm gonna give you I would, photos, but I ain't. I'm not editing shit. Nah, I'm not. I wouldn't even release nothing. I'll be no. like, yeah, I want these photos because you know I'm the only one that's got them. And you paying <laughs> 250 for these photos for me to take them. I know we didn't do no contract or nothing, so I don't have to give them to you at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ain't no mm-hmm. contract. You might as well delete them. But you can get something. You got to use that leverage. Yeah. Yes. What yes. what couple ain't going to want their wedding photos? They damn near going to do whatever you say to get them. What they going to do? Call the cops. He took photos and won't release them. Uh, they wouldn't give this man a ten dollar plate. Then they finna give this man extra two fifty for some pictures. <laughs> hey, and, and for me, that'd be good enough to say, "All right, I didn't get a plate. You ain't got no photos. We good then." I holla at y'all. I wouldn't have tell them niggas get the ones off your phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have deleted them though. Get them wedding pictures off Snapchat. Nah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's some people in there taking pictures. Y'all better use them, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh man. 
But no, that's uh, that was funny. I don't um, think it's petty though, man. Oh, funny as hell though. I'd be, I'd be definitely petty, man. And the deleting of the photos is petty. Withholding them, I, right, I give you your, your win. It's business. Delete them, damn. Delete like them. It's, it's got to be more of the story, bro. It's got to be more. The story. I need to hear somebody else's side first. They might have slipped him some liquor or something like that, and he might have made an impulsive decision. Yeah. But that sounds like an impulsive decision if you just deleted them. That's impulsive. You or you just hot. felt like you ousted by your fa- your your friends. You thought they was your friends. I mean, it's yeah. gonna make you upset. Oh man, if I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just I'm trying friends? to picture shit. So was he in line with the plate already in his hand? I do want to know the details. Like, <laughs> oh, like, somebody slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> my tumbo come out. Not in my house. <laughs> no. Yeah, let me get the plate up off of you, bro. That's mine. <laughs> yep, you got mine. Thank you. Yeah. Oh Jeez. man. I'd have been sick. Because if I'm in line with my plate already, I'm deleting them. That shit's getting deleted. <laughs> I, I give that you that, Don. I give you that. It depends on, you know, how you shut me down. It's how I'm going to feel. Because if I if I was in there and you done. With my plate. I'm sitting there holding my plate in front of everybody. And y'all like, nah. Oh, yeah. That shit's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't embarrass the shit. And we friends? Nah. Yeah. That shit's All embarrassing. Right. All right. Yeah. Say less. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> what when? Nigga, I even and I might go, and I might go get my damn wedding gift back off the table too. Oh man, now, I take them Photoshop them joints, dog, make y'all look like some bullshit. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh man, but now nah, good shit, good shit, good topics, man. All right, so let's go ahead and move into our pick them and leave them segment, and this is a good one, just because we did a little poll, um, poll with the listeners. So we're gonna go into our picks first, and then. We're going to let y'all know what, what the listeners decided on was their pick. All right. So here it goes. To the listeners out there, man. Absolutely. That. Here we go. So one got to go, including all the music they ever dropped. So we mm. got Drake. We got Future. Wheezy F, baby. Please say the baby. And we got Meek. Which one of these got to go and all the music they've ever dropped? Who wants to take a stab first? I mean, I, I'll go, though. I'll, you I'm going to say future. I'm going to say future, man. Jeez. I'm going to say future. He came out the gate. That means he was ready. It wasn't even a question I'm gonna say for him. Future. I'm going to say future slash titty boy. <laughs> this man stupid. Who you got, titty Short? Boy's too changed, my boy. I'm, I'm going to oh, go. Shit, I'm going to go. Ain't yeah, I'm gonna go with um with um uh future as well. It's tough because I mean Lil Wayne, I mean obviously Lil Wayne's great, but like I'd be struggling with some of those older guys because of the times like like Jay-Z, for example. I rock with Jay-Z, but like I had to go back and revisit a time that like I really wasn't a part of. You know what I'm saying? Like as far mm-hmm. as like him coming in. Future, Drake, Meek. Like I was there, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I at the I, beginning I, of their careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't wanna, you know what I'm saying? But like Lil Wayne, I feel like he, he reinvented himself a couple of times. So even, you know, throughout my, you know, middle school, high school, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't like him when he very first came out, hot boy style, but I was still I was at that moment when the mixtape 
Wayne came out, like, you know, all mm-hmm. of these different things happened. So, like, I still was able to, re- you know, I was in that moment. Same thing with Drake. Same thing with me. Same thing with Future, too. Shout out to Future because that is my dude. But if we talking all four of these guys on the list, I'm 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 going with, with yeah, I gotta go I'm going to have to go with him, with him being off my list. Yeah, and I think I think age groups matter big time too, because like you're saying, you gotta. If he was there from the ride, you know, on it's a different thing. Like Wheezy mm-hmm. for me, you know, I lived in Mississippi uh, when I was in elementary school, so I was listening to Wheezy Five Hundred Four Boys at an early age. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wheezy's golden on here. I was almost offended they had him on the list. <laughs> you will <laughs> never drop anything from Wheezy out for my. My playlist, bro. Nah. But even though I don't fuck with none of Wheezy's new stuff, that man has lost his mind. I don't like none of his new shit. I don't like the last <laughs> Carter. But, man, going back to all his classics and the way, you know, just growing through life, listening to his music and how it influenced the scenes, and, man. It's facts. So, but let me see. And it's crazy because we're all picking the same person because Future can kick rocks for all <laughs> I care. But it, the thing yeah, is like, with Future... With him, I just did. If I was from the Atlanta, I would have a totally different. It would probably be me. Right. Me, it would be future. Yeah, it probably would be me. Yep. I rock with Future. I've been in a couple of his shows. Like you know, what I'm saying I like a lot of his music, but I just his whole foundation, and everything. Uh, you know, when I was rocking with the mixtapes and stuff, he's got a couple of dope mixtapes, astronaut. But I, I just it, you know, I didn't come in on it at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else did, I kind of got the back end of it. And then, you know, eh, I really didn't resonate with that type of music early on. Drinking lean, smoking weed and stuff. I wasn't doing eight. That's why I picked Future too, though, because it's like all other three of them, you know, they've elevated. They're on some grown man shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Future the same thing. Future has been on the same goddamn topic since he's been out and you know it was cool when i lived that lifestyle yeah that's what i'm saying he be, yeah when i was when i started getting lit now yeah hey. come on our future was hey i need boy. that you feel me yeah I but need now that. i'm on my grown man shit i ain't but trying to hear about popping mollies and all kinds of shit right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. come on now but i don't know man i just and you get bars from the other three man you get full if you drink no bars like that dog <laughs> Meek's you know new saying? album's hard. The expensive thing uh, is hard. If you ain't watched that podcast he did with uh on million dollars worth of game, go check it out. It's it's fire. It's, I'm about to check it out. Yeah, you know, I gave his album a six point eight out of ten. It wasn't the best work he's done. It was a good album. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but you know, if I got to skip a song or two, that's usually how I judge it. Um, yeah, for sure. So for he sure. had a couple skips on there, but I, I thought his last project was a lot better. But this one was still still good work. It's how I felt the same way about Drake's album too, man. Um, yeah, Drake's album was not. It wasn't. It wasn't one of his best. Yeah. Right. But Drake's but album couple- is one of those that you're gonna revisit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna revisit. You go back. Yeah. 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 That, that'd be the thing with them. And I need to go back to the Meek. No. You know, I listen to albums different. I like Meek, man. I love yeah, like check out album. the million dollars worth of game. Like he talks about the just expensive pain. Like what's it mean? Like yeah. you, you get a little bit more of like an understanding of like his whole mm-hmm. approach to it. Once you go back, I, I need to go back and read and re-listen to the album now that I've watched that uh, podcast too. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like me. He's really stretched himself out when it comes to like the prison reform, all that different oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, he definitely you know, has. Financially, like he's he's really leveled up in a whole lot of ways. Yeah, he's made but, so uh, vulnerable, man. That's what I like. For sure. Especially this sure. late in your career, man, you got to be vulnerable, and that's what you don't see with Future. Because Future yep. don't do half the shit he raps about, which I know a lot of rappers don't do. Yeah, the majority yeah, of, of the shit they that. rap, but. Man, by this time, dog, you still selling all this shit? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, you got to stop it. So, I was, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's tough because you kind of got to put yourself in like a situation. It's almost like when J. Cole went back to find like his old house or whatever, like where he very, mm-hmm. very first reported at. And like Meek, he said he kind of did the same ordeal before he dropped this album. Like, he went and got the haze and like, you know what I'm saying? Like the stuff mm-hmm. he would have smoked on whenever he was like grinding, whatever, to make himself hungry again. But at the same time, like you can't rap the same things that you rapped about then. Used to so yeah. like a, it's like a tough balance that a rapper gotta kind of have in terms of like their approach. Same thing with somebody playing sports or anything, like you got your routine and how you got here, but like now everything's evolving, so how do I mix these two together? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I think Rick Ross has masterminded that. Oh, he, oh, for sure. He's mastered that. Oh, yeah, I love Ross, man. Yeah, man. Especially after reading his last book. Golly, I'd love to sit down with Ross, man. That man motivates the hell out of me. Him and man, I got I've been seeing everybody talk about the book, too. Golly. Book out. It's just, man, it's just, I love, I don't know what it is, maybe because I'm getting older, but I just love Black men just becoming vulnerable and opening up because mm-hmm. it's letting everybody else see you don't have to be this Mr. Tough guy all the time, dog. It's okay to have emotions, shit like that, man. That's why his, his shit was fire. I ain't gonna lie. All right, but uh, let's see. So I've already pretty much said who mine is, who for sure can't leave this list, and that that's gonna be Weezy F Baby for me. That's a guaranteed. He's, yeah, he's not, not going up off this list. Who y'all got? Yeah, he's not going. I'm going Weezy too. He's you not go going Weezy. Over. Yeah. What you got, Trev? It's not coming off the list. Not coming off the list no matter what. Drake. I can respect that. I can respect Drake. Drake's not coming off the list, man. I didn't like Drake when I was in college, man. What? Me, you made I my college. I didn't like him, dog. It's never been a time where I did not like Drizzy. I didn't like but, Drake. But, bro, like how – the only reason why I say that is, again – how I came, like, the Mississippi story, like, how I came into Drake. Mm-hmm. It's like a, how I came into J. Cole. J. Cole's same thing for me, but when Drizzy dropped, man, it was just, whoo, like, I can't, he he can't come off my my list personally with everybody who's on there. Meek, it's hard for me, too, because when Meek came out with the Meek, Meek take Meek, Battle Rap Meek, like, bro, I was, I've been messing with Meek since, since day one, too. Like, that was my dude, but I got to go with Drake, man. Matthew Bray's in a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. But yeah, I Drake's versatility—how Drake. he, how he, man, that dude's ignorant. I like Drake better. I like Drake a lot now. But when I was in college, but I, I wouldn't rock with him. See, I love Drake in college because you could use him for you know lover boy stuff. You can use him when you want to party. You when you can use him when you want to get buck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, his, his versatility yeah. was just unmatched. His versatility's ignorant. Yeah, he was. Then, I don't know. But. I think a lot of the stand was that that ba- uh, that beef he had with Meek though, because I rock with Meek. Nah, yeah. yeah. When they had that beef, it was almost like damn, I got to pick the size of Hunter Drake. That was good beef though too. Yeah, it was. Hey, I had a whole higher level of respect 
for Drake after that because I'm like, shit, you went in a battle rapper like that? Damn. He wouldn't have mixed that. Got to show another side, but I mean, there really is no Drake. If if there's no little Wayne, there's no Drake. I mean, in terms of like how Drake got yeah. put on, Wayne put him on. So I mean, Wayne is Wayne is he's on Mount Rushmore with. Without <laughs> Wayne, there is no Drake. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you might have got Drake, but it might have been a different level Drake. You know what I'm saying? But facts. I don't facts. know. But that beef was nice. And going back to you know being vulnerable and shit, watching that documentary on Meat. And he talks about it too, and why he didn't he come back and shit like that. And yep. man was fried at his minds on perks and shit. You know what I'm saying? It was destroying his life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then mm-hmm. you get future over here telling you to pop 30 perks. That's why he can, <laughs> he can get the hell up off my list, man. For all I care. I like plus I like future more on features. You know, I, I could just sit yeah. there and listen to a, a future An album. album. Nah, yeah. The same. I feel the same way with Lil Durk, dog. I love Lil Durk on a feature, but I just cannot get into his music on his own solo shit. I don't know what it is. But going back to the polls, so y'all got our choices. So I'm gonna let y'all know, and now you can let us know what IG said. But Facebook was a strong, a strong pick on Meek for some reason, man. I was almost flabbergasted. I'm like, why y'all got beef with Meek like that, y'all damn heathens? But that one that was a little shocking to me, man. What would it look like on IG? Us, man. We, everybody, bro. Um, we had <laughs> it two spread out. <laughs> uh, only one we didn't have was Wayne. Now I'm looking at it. Uh, everybody said, "All right, can't touch yeah. Wayne." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody I had two for Meek, uh, a couple for Drake, which I was kind of shocked on, and then uh, we had one for Future. So I was kind of, I was kind of shocked on that. Yeah. Well. People spoken and Wheezy F Babies won. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's that goat. He won. But no, nah, man, appreciate goat. that. Appreciate y'all participating too, uh, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Know, you. Yeah, man. Shout out to the viewers, man. We definitely we're gonna post these out so we can get y'all's. We want to know y'all's view. I ain't gonna let it, you know, sway my decision or nothing like that. But I'm curious to what everybody's thinking New. on some of these topics. But um, no, nah, appreciate that. So. Speaking of which, we'll go ahead and jump into our, our final wrap-up. And, you know, we'll go over, you know, who or what we are thankful for. So, who wants to go, man? Who wants to jump in? What y'all thankful for this week? Um, Let's see. I mean, golly. Thankful for so much stuff, man. It's hard to kind of, like, pinpoint one thing sometimes. But, um, I know, yeah. Um. You know, just thankful for for people who, um, you know, talked about Uncle Sam, I think, last episode I was on. But just, you know, just individuals who, uh, you know, see things in my in me. You know what I'm saying? That sometimes, you know, I may not see in myself. And then, like, I'm, I, I just, like, I was talking to my boss a couple of days ago about a couple of things. He was just telling me he was proud of me about. And, um. Uh, you know, I guess like I'm learning, I've learned, I've been learning that I'm like quick to like give it back to the other person real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you and here just like, nah, like I'm really proud of you about this. Like, I need you to just like set this in your lap for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And like, really like just embrace the things that, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, all right. So I'm just like, you know, I, I'm 
I just when I just play the take back, I've been really just, you know, I was talking to Rachel about it too, my wife, just being thankful about people who like take the time and effort to pour into me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Sometimes like and like make it a point for me to like hold on to it. Like, nah, don't don't say nothing back to me. Don't like you really mm-hmm. need to like like take this on and embrace what this is for a minute and then we'll move on. Um, right. Cause you know, sometimes life be getting tough and I'd be moving around doing a lot of different stuff and don't really like take time for myself to, you know what I'm saying? Just like hone in on certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really thankful for that. For real thankful for my wife and also my boss today for sure. Oh yeah. 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 What you got Donna, you want me to jump in, man? Uh, I can go, man. Uh, I'll let you say, man, just my brothers, man. And I don't call a lot of people my brothers, but, those who, you know, y'all are, and those other, you know, everybody else that knows that y'all have that spot in my heart, man. Y'all just keep me motivated, man. It's at times where I just want to be like, man, I give up. But seeing everybody else working on the outside, man, it keeps me inspired and want to keep going. So I just got to say my brothers for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah it's right. funny you say that because that's kind of my thing, too. Uh, this week I've been thinking about it a lot over the weekend and everything as well. Um I just appreciate, man, especially, you know, young black men are around our age groups. Uh, and I'm like you, man, if I call you my brother, I don't I don't call just anybody. Yeah. Brother. I'm not one of those people. If I call you my mm-hmm. brother, I actually see you as blood Me. family. Yeah. You know, we exactly. are family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I appreciate my brothers. Y'all, too. My man, Wiggs. Uh, special shout out to my man, Demica. Uh I call him Wimbledon. I know everybody calls him Josh. Uh, I call you Josh today, man. Appreciate you, Josh, man, because <laughs> y'all, man, uh, I don't know, man. It's You know, it was a rough weekend, you know, dealing with a passing and the way they just – everybody just reached out, showed love and support, and just not even that, just when I reflect and just think about them in general, uh, all these good, solid brothers in my life that, you know, we're all on a journey together and, you know, none of us are just like trying to leave each other behind. It's always let's elevate each other up to the mm-hmm. next level. Um, and, you know, I love that, man, because sometimes, you know, you might be going through something that you might not want to say. And, you know, just encouragement or somebody just randomly hitting you up, man, is it goes a long way. It's always encouraging. Uh, ah, yeah. So I just want to tell all my brothers out there, man, if I call you my brother, and it's, you know, it's not a lot of y'all out there. So y'all know who y'all are. If I call you my brother, man, I love you to death. And I appreciate y'all always rocking with me, uh, standing by, supporting me, uh, supporting everything we do. But love y'all, man. That's uh that's how I'm feeling, man. So love y'all too, man. That's all love. Mm-hmm. All love. Yes, sir. So hey, we got Don back today. So Don can do the social <laughs> media shout-outs for us. <laughs> hey, y'all boys struggled on that one. And <laughs> 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 every week. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> which uh which y'all can catch us on Instagram, uh Enlightenments underscore podcast and on Facebook, one word enlightenments podcast. Uh keep a lookout on Mondays, but we will throw the the pick'em session out there just to get everybody's input on there. So you know, keep an eye out on Monday. Always keep an eye out on uh on Thursdays when we drop the uh the actual episode. Ah, yeah, yeah. And if anything comes up during the week, just so y'all know again, we recording on Wednesdays. Uh, release on Thursdays. If there's any specific topic that y'all want to hear uh, us discuss, get into, uh, definitely hit us up on any of them social media Uh-oh. outlets. Let us know uh, with these little pick'em challenges. If there's anything you want to see us debate on, 
which one, you know, shoot it over to us, man. Like I said, we do the show for us, but we value our listeners very much. Um, and we love feedback, man. So anything y'all got, man, let us know. Speaking of that, hey, Aaron, Aaron Warner, we ain't forgot about you, bro. Uh, uh, I'm going to bring it up to him on, on Monday when we talk again. Shout out to Aaron Warner, man. Shout out, Aaron. That's I my ain't forgot dude, man. about you, bro. And that's another dude, man. I don't even, like I said, I ain't never met this man in person in my life. And I consider him a brother, dog, just the way he holds it down, man. For sure. Hey, goodness gracious, man. I love I love genuine people like that. I love you, Aaron. Super uh, solid, dude. Super We're going to link in one day. We're going to link in person one day, man. You, your energy is just beautiful. So man. keep doing what you do, man. You're definitely a motivator. Uh, and I always willing to help the next man up. So I, I, I love you for that, dog. But that is that's all I got. Anybody got anything else today? No, sir. All right. Well, I'll throw this chicken on the grill, though. I do you know, know that. I'm saying? It's no, I'm diving. It's time to get to it. But uh, thank y'all for listening to another week of the Enlightened Ones podcast. And again, if y'all got any recommendations for us, good feedback, bad feedback, whatever it is, you know, hit us up, let us know. Uh, we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Later.